Hare Krishna, good evening, dear devotees from uh, Sridham Mayapur. My name is Madhavananda Das, and the uh, devotees with the GBC SPT, they asked me if we would give a special class tonight at the end of Kartik about a very, very esoteric topic. It's a very high topic, but it's something that we should all have some understanding of. It's very important. And the topic is how Krishna never leaves Vrindavan. And it's a fact. Krishna never leaves Vrindavan. So I'm going to just say a couple of prayers and we'll go ahead and begin. Narayanam namaskritcham naram shaivanarotamam Devim sarasvatim vyasam tato jayamudirayat Vede Ramayanes Chaiva Purane Bhadate Tata Adavante Chamadye Chahari Sarvatugiate Mukam Kodorivacha Lampangum Langayate Girim Yad Kripa Tamaham Vande Shigurum Dinatadanam Gora Draganya Gana Go Chagoloruharam Goranga Buddha Tamagopya the Kopa Riksham Gopal Hagada Rati Dam Yatishing Hagora Govinda Deshi Kavaram Satatam Namami Panchakopa the Dubischa Kripa Sindhu Vyavacha Patitanam Bhavanavyo Vaishnavavyo Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya, Prabhu Nityananda, Sri Advaita Gadadhar, Sri Vasari Gaurabhata Vrinda. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, good evening, your devotees. So we're just saying, my name is Madhavananda Das, and we're going to speak something today, a very special topic, the end of Kartik, how Krishna never leaves Vrindavan. Because for the last month, we've all been in Vrindavan, singing every day, Nama Vishwaram, Satchitananda Rupa. Now we feel that we have to go back to our work, we have to go to this, that place. But uh, we should understand that Krishna is always in Vrindavan and the devotees are always with him in Vrindavan. But how is that? It doesn't seem like we're in Vrindavan. When I'm in New York, it really doesn't seem like Vrindavan or Moscow or Paris. They really don't seem like Vrindavan. Prabhupada is purport the Bhagavatam 6, 934. He says, the says, Goloka eva nivasakya kilatma bhutaha. The Supreme Person Godhead Krishna is always situated in Goloka Vrindavan. Also, Savanam Pratyaga Padikam Krishna never even a step forward. Nevertheless, although Krishna is situated in his own abode, Goloka Vrindavan. So, both things are said. In Chaitanya Charitamrita, there's instruction from Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to Srila Rupa Goswami, when Mahaprabhu told him, you should write two dramas. And these became two of the greatest literary classics, perhaps the greatest literary classics, far beyond anything Shakespeare ever wrote. And the two greatest literary classics in the world, 
which are the two dramas, Salita Madhav and Vidagda Madhav. So Prabhu was instructing him that he told him, I'll go ahead and uh, sing this and we can sing Hare Krishna responsibly. Krishna de Bahira Nahi, Kori Habra Jahoite, Rajachari Krishna Kabuna Jana Kahante, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Chila Prabhupada translates this. Do not, Mahaprabhu said, do not try to take Krishna out of Vrindavan. For he does not go anywhere else at any time. So, is that true? We read, though, in the uh, 38th chapter of the 10th canto in the Krishna book about a devotee whose name was Akura. And what did Akura do? Akura came and took Krishna away from Vrindavan. So how can we say that Krishna never leaves Vrindavan. So we want to explore that a little bit. This is a seminar that I've given a few times. Usually I spend about four or five days in the seminar. Tonight we're gonna to try to pack it up in less than an hour. <laughs> and so we'll get some overview, some general understanding of it, but there's a lot more that could be said. There's four, uh, you may say five, different explanations how it is that Krishna doesn't leave Vrindavan. And understanding this is very, very important for Gaudiya Vaishnavas. Our movement is not just a movement where we recite some prayers, even prayers to Krishna and Vrindavan, but we should have some consciousness of why we're doing it. We should understand something about it. And therefore we describe that there's a symbiosis, a kirtan kata symbiosis. Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, he said that just as Krishna is Abhinatvanama Namino, none different from his name, so also is Krishna Kata. And just as we don't separate Krishna from Radha, we shouldn't also separate Krishna from Krishna Kata. That Krishna Kata is like Srimati Radharani, according to Srila Bhaktisiddhanta. We can do kirtan. But if there's no Krishna Kata, what will be the conception of our kirtan? So we're gonna speak about something which is a little high tonight. We're gonna to speak of some things about rasa. But it doesn't mean that we're qualified for this. It doesn't mean that we're sahajas either because we speak of these things. Srila Prabhupada is talking about these. It's important for us to have some conception. And this will help us in our nam bhajan. So we're just going to have a little overview of it. Four or five different explanations of this. So the first explanation is that Krishna doesn't leave Vrindavan, but it's Vasudev Krishna who leaves Vrindavan. In the 10th canto, chapter 3, text 47, uh, in his purport, Srila Prabhupada says, Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur discusses that Krishna appeared simultaneously as a son of Devaki and as a son of Yashoda, along with the spiritual energy Yoga Maya. As a son of Devaki, he first appeared as Vishnu. 
And because Vasudeva was not in a position of pure affection for Krishna, Vasudeva worshipped his son as Lord Vishnu. Yashoda, however, pleased her son Krishna without understanding his Godhead. This is a difference between Krishna as a son of Yashoda and as a son of Devaki. This is explained by Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur on the authority of Hari Vamsa. So Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur, he explains that there's two things. There's Krishna's Avirbhav and there's Krishna's Janma. And sometimes we say, Shiva Sri Dhamma Goswami, Avirbhav, Titi, Maha, Mahotsava, Ki, Jai. All glories to the appearance day of Shiva Sri Dhamma Goswami, or this Vaishnava, that Vaishnava. Avirbhav in that sense means appearance. But when we put these two next to each other, Avirbhav and Janma, there's a subtle but important difference. Krishna's Avirbhav is in the present of Kamsa. And there was no janma. Rather, there was kind of a boom or a puff of smoke. I don't know what it was like in Hollywood or Bollywood. And suddenly, this forearm form of the Lord appeared there with a Shanka Chakra Gadapadma club, Sudarshan Chakra, and conch shell, and a lotus flower in his hands, and a big metal crown on his head. I think it would have been very hard for Devaki to give birth to a baby with a crown on his head in a club, in a Sudarshan Chakra. <laughs> it would be a very, very scary kind of thing. <laughs> uh, the Hadivansa Purana, Prabhupada mentions in his purport, this is the Hadivansa Purana, second canto, chapter four, text 11, describes, Garba kale to sampurne, ashtame masite striho, devakicha yashodacha, sususavate samamtada. The devaki and yashoda, asampurne ashtame, they gave birth at the same time, the ashtame, uh, during the eighth month of their pregnancy. This is Harivamsa Purana, but not exactly. In the prison of Kangsa was the Avirbhav, the appearance of Lord Vishnu. But when Krishna appeared, the fifth chapter, the tenth canto, second verse describes, Jetta Karma Majashyavai, that Nanda Maharaj, he arranged for the Jetta Karma Samskar. What is the Jetta Karma Samskar? That's when the umbilical cord. From the baby to the mother is cut. That was done in Gokul on the order of Nanda Maharaj. There was a, an umbilical cord from baby Krishna to his mother. Now, unless that cord was really long and it went all the way across the Jamuna River to Mathura, it is definitely proof <laughs> that Krishna is the son of Yashoda. So Samacharyas, they explain this concept that Krishna never leaves Vrindavan in this way. That Krishna is always in Vrindavan. And according to Jiva Goswami and his Gopal Champu, that after Vasudeva Krishna, the forearm Narayan feature of the Lord appeared, Avirbhav, in the prison of Kamsa, Vasudeva, on the order of the Lord, carried that baby across the Jamuna River in the midst of that terrible storm. He arrived in Gokul. Everyone was asleep. Even Yashoda was asleep. She gave birth to Krishna and she didn't even wake up. This is what our Acharyas say. It's an amazing birth. We've never heard of any mother. You, you didn't, you were awake when you gave, I think so. <laughs> it's kind of a difficult thing to sleep through. 
And by the potency of yoga maya, Vasudev could not see that Yashoda had given birth to twins. Jiva Goswami says this. That he given birth to yoga maya, Subhadra, and Nandanandan Krishna. So he was carrying this baby, who was actually Vasudev Krishna. He put that baby down on the bed, and the baby entered into the body of Nandanandan Krishna. And throughout the Braj Leela, Vasudev Krishna inside the body of Swayam Rupa Govinda, Nandanandan Krishna, the original form of the Lord, it was that Vasudev expansion who was killing the demons. Because Krishna doesn't kill the demons. There's a couple of exceptions, Kaliya and, um, it's not coming to my mind. Oh, Shankachuda, Shankachuda and Kaliya. And that's another topic we're not gonna go there today. Uh, so Vasudev Krishna entered into the body of Krishna. And when Akura came to take Krishna away, they say it was that Vasudev Krishna who left and went to Mathura and Dwarka and killed all the demons and did all that kind of stuff that he did. So this is our first explanation of how Krishna never leaves Vrindavan. And this is a very important understanding for Gaudiya Vaishnavas. We don't think that Devaki and Yashoda are the same. When in the 82nd chapter of the 10th canto, in the meeting of Kurukshetra, when uh, Yashoda and the Vrijabhasi showed up at Kurukshetra, and they went to see Krishna, Yashoda was in so much ecstasy. And at that time, Devaki came there. And Devaki began to speak to Yashoda in a way that women can be very expert in doing. Sweet on the outside like sugar, like a sugar-coated knife, but very sharp underneath. And David Kishi was telling Yashoda, oh, I just want to thank you so much for taking care of our son. Even though he wasn't actually your child, you were so kind to him, you took care of him for so long. And she was speaking like a little, mm, little bit of a knife there. But you know, David Kishi was defeated by Yashoda. Because Yashoda didn't even hear what Devaki had to say. She was just looking at the face of Krishna and just crying in ecstasy. <laughs> she was completely oblivious to any harsh words from Devaki. So Gaudiya Vaishnavas, we respect both Devaki and Yashoda, but we think of Krishna as Yashoda Nandan, as a son of Mother Yashoda. We think of him as a bridge basi. So that's the first answer. Hmm? That's Vasudev Krishna who left Vrindavan. And Nandanandan Krishna stayed behind. But then where did he stay? Okay, we're making an exploration of some of our Goya Vaishnav literature today. The second answer uh, comes in a purport we find in the 45th chapter of the 10th Cantos, text number 25. The verse describes, It yuktasto purishradhyā Nanda Pranaya Vivalaha Purayan Ashubir Netre Sahagopaya Rajamyayo. So, speaking about Nanda Maharaj leaving Mathura. Because when Krishna left Vrindavan, Nanda Maharaj came with him in the cowherd voice. And it's a long, complicated discussion. We've been giving some classes about Krishna never. Uh, 
the meaning of Kurukshetra Vakami. And that's an important part of it. I think we're at session number 76 or something like that. Been a long topic. Anyway, so when Nanda Maharaj was leaving, Ityuktasto Parisvaja, that he, Parisvaja, he embraced Krishna and Balaram. Pranaya Vivala. He became overwhelmed with Pranaya. Vivala means overwhelmed. He became overwhelmed with affection for these two. And Ashubir Niti Saha, he began to cry and cry. And then he went back. Saha Gopaya Bajamyayo. Nanda Maharaj went back to Vrindavan. Jiva Goswami in Gopal he says that when Akura arrived in Vrindavan, he had a very difficult job to do. He had to try to convince Nanda Maharaj and Mother Yashoda to allow Krishna and Balaram to leave Vrindavan. He spoke to Krishna, to Nanda Maharaj, all along. And Nanda Maharaj has a very soft heart. And Akura was telling him, he said, you know, your family members, your friends there in Mathura, every day, Kamsa is shouting at them. When he sees them, he thinks there's a conspiracy going on. He picks up the sword, he wants to kill them. And every day he starts shouting at Vasudev and Devaki, I'll kill you. Where is your eighth child? What happened? How did that child leave the prison? And he's threatening to kill all the members of the Yadu dynasty. And Akura said, the only reason I'm still there, I would have left. A lot of the Yadu dynasty members left. The only reason I'm still there is because I want to be there. When Kanks is killed by Krishna, I want to see that. I'm waiting for that day. And although I'm acting as, a, as Kanks's servant, I'm on the good guy's team. I'm, I'm sympathetic with Krishna. So when Nanda Maharaj heard these words of Akura, he cried. He felt so terrible. How oh, Vasudev is suffering in such a way like this. And Akura was, was, was telling him only Krishna and Balaram. Only they can kill Kongs. They've killed so many demons. Just for a little while, just for one day, maybe two days, you allow them to come and you bring them back. He spoke all night long to Nanda Maharaj. And finally, Nanda Maharaj, he agreed. He said, but we have to get permission from Krishna's mother. And he told Akura, you wait out here in the outside outer part of the house. And Nanda Maharaj went into the inner part of the house and he went to the room where every morning at that time, Mother Yashoda would be sitting with baby Krishna, with Krishna, not baby at that time, with Krishna on her lap. And Mother Yashoda embracing and loving her boy. But that morning, something strange was going on. Something was different. When Nanda Maharaj came in there, he found Yashoda was alone. And he didn't see Krishna anywhere. And Nanda Maharaj could understand that Yashoda had hidden Krishna somewhere. So Nanda Maharaj then had a hard sell. <laughs> you think it's difficult to sell books to businessmen in the airport or <laughs> something. So what to speak of trying to convince Mother Yashoda that Krishna should leave Bhandava. And so Nanda Maharaj said so many things. Yashoda is a very simple lady. And she thought, Akura is a saintly person. 
And my husband's a very saintly person. And my husband's promising that he's going to bring Krishna back soon. I can't have any doubt in him. So she went and got Krishna. And she brought Krishna along with Nanda Maharaj. They stepped out of the house. When they came out of their house in Gokul, all the residents of Vrindavan were standing outside waiting because they'd heard this terrible news that Akura had come to take Krishna away. And then in front of all of them, Mother Yashoda took Krishna's hand and put Krishna's hand in the hand of Nanda Maharaj and said, this is my treasure. He's more valuable to me than my own life. You bring him back, you promise. And when Mother Yashoda spoke those words, it was like the sky cracked open, the stones broke. All the gopis in Vrindavan began to cry. And although those gopi ladies were very shy, those girls were very shy in expressing their feelings of love for Krishna, they became so overwhelmed with feelings that they forgot all about that. And they spoke up. And they accused Mother Yashoda they said, what kind of heartless person are you? You're putting your, your son, you're sending your son like a sacrificial animal to the altar of Kongsa to be killed? You heartless woman, and you're going to enter back into that house again? Better your house catches on fire. And Mother Yashoda, she turns Krishna over to Nanda Maharaj, and then she fainted on the ground unconscious. Nanda Maharaj quickly picked her up and Mother Yashoda looked at Krishna and she began to cry and she fainted again and again and again and again. This went on. And Akura was saying, this is going to take a long time. <laughs> so he said, I think we should be going. And very quickly he took Krishna and Bala. And many things happened. We don't want to discuss that so much. Krishna's leaving. But Krishna went to Mathura on the chariot of Akura. And he took bath and Akura got on the bank, on the bank of the Chamuna. And some Vaishnavas say that it was there that Swayam Rupa Govinda Krishna stayed in Vrindavan. And when Akura had that vision of Mahavishnu, of the Lord with four arms, and it was that feature of the Lord who came out of the river and got back on Akura's chariot and went to Mathura. So Nanda Maharaj and the boys, they'd gone a different route. Akura was going very fast because, and he was going in kind of a zigzag way so that no one could follow him. It's a long story. Nanda Maharaj and the cowherd boys, they arrived and they camped on the outside of Mathura because they're gualas, they're cowherd people. They don't have a business in the big city. And many things happened. Kuvaliapati was killed, Chinur Mushtika was killed, Kangsa was killed. And Krishna, he arranged for the funeral ceremonies of Kangsa, he consoled the wives of Kangsa. And then the residents of Mathura, they got together and they called Krishna to come. And Krishna came to see them. He said, for being so kind to me, now I've got to go. I have to return to Vrindavan now. And he said, you can't do that. You belong to us. You're our son. You're the son of Vasudeva and Devaki. You don't, you're, you're the foster child, according to their conception. 
of Yashoda and Nanda Maharaj. You should stay here. And Krishna said, well, I, I killed Kong. So what more do you want? They said, but there's Sushupavakra and so many other demons are there. And when they hear that Kongsa is dead, now they're going to want to attack because Kongsa, he married the two daughters, uh, Asti and Prapti, the two daughters of Sishupal. And Sishupal, Asti and Prapti, of, uh, the two daughters of Jarasandha, excuse me. And Jarasandha is going to be very angry and he's going to come and attack. So if, if you don't protect us, who's going to be to protect us? And so many ways to explain, but they wouldn't let him. So then he told Balaram, let's go talk to Bapa, Bapa's father, Nanda Maharaj. And Krishna went and explained it. He said, Father, they're saying that, that I'm not your son, that I'm the son of Vasudev, and that I, that, I, that I belong to them. And when Nanda Maharaj heard that, he said, do you believe that? Do you believe that you're the son of Vasudev? Krishna said, no. Father, you're my father. But what can I do? They're speaking like this. I don't know what to do. And then Nanda Maharaj, he told Krishna, he said, we'll stay here. And this will become Vrindavan. Good solution. Krishna said, Papa, what about mother? If you don't return to mother, if I don't return and you also don't return, she'll die. You have to return, Father. Then none of them are here. We'll bring residents of Vrindavan here. Krishna said, Father, we're gualas, we're cowherds. Had something, you know, quadrillions and quadrillions of cows every day, a few hundred trillion cows were being born brunch. Krishna told his father, Father, how many parks are there in Mathura? If we bring all the cows to Mathura, where are they going to eat? So because of this consideration, Father, if you love me, you go back to Vrindavan and take care of the cows. This is one reason. Another reason Krishna didn't speak was that he was concerned that if I return to Vrindavan, and Jarasandha and Sishupal and Dantavakra and all these demoniac kings find out that I'm there, then they'll attack Vrindavan with their armies. And Vrindavan is not the place for millions of soldiers to come with, with, with elephants and, and have this huge battle. It'll spoil the whole mood of Vrindavan. Krishna's not afraid of them. Krishna can very easily defeat all those soldiers. But he doesn't want to disturb the mood of Vrindavan. So Krishna said, Father, you have to return. So this verse that we're just reading, 45th chapter, 10th canto, text 25. Nanda Maharaj became overwhelmed with affection hearing Krishna's words. His eyes were full of tears. He embraced Krishna and Balaram. And then he went back. Sahagopar Bajam Yayo. He went back to Vrindavan. Now, interesting thing. Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur in his Saartha Darshan commentary gives a very long commentary on this. And he says some very extraordinary things. This is our second answer of how it is that Krishna never leaves Vrindavan. Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur says that when Nanda Maharaj was going back to Vrindavan, Krishna did a trick. And he manifested 
two forms of himself, two forms of Balaram. He manifested two forms of Nanda Maharaj and two forms of all the cowherd boys. And one form, Krishna remained in Mathura with Balaram. But in another form, Krishna got into the chariot with his father, Nanda. And along with the boys, he went to Vrindavan. But there was another chariot and another form of Nanda Maharaj and another form of the boys who went back to Vrindavan without Krishna. And our Acharyas described that when Nanda Maharaj in that form arrived in Vrindavan, all the bridge bosses were having a party. They were, they were shouting and waving and, and jumping up and down and playing music as they could see the dust coming. Krishna's returning to Vrindavan, Haripo. And then the chariot comes. And Nanda Maharaj can't look at any of them. He's just holding his head down. And a very horrible realization comes to all the residents of Vrindavan. That Krishna, he stayed in Mathura. But at the same time, Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur says, and this purport, this is 10, 45, 25. Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur says, Krishna came in another form, back to Vrindavan. Because Krishna never leaves Vrindavan. And Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur explains this, that uh, there are two chambers in Vrindavan. There's a chamber of union and a chamber of separation. And he gives evidences to support that. He says that uh, just as uh, when Uddhava, when Uddhava arrived in Vrindavan, Uddhava, he, when he arrived there, the Bhagavatam says that Everyone was very joyous. And he saw all the animals and, and, the, and the deer and everyone was dancing and full of so much joy. At that time, Uddhava had entered into the compartment of union. The chamber of Vrindavan, where Vrindavana Paritiga Padikam Nagatshati, Krishna never takes one step out of. And then, he entered into the second chamber, the chamber of separation. And he saw that everyone was bitterly crying and crying in separation. This is the second answer. We have four main answers to our question today. How it is that Krishna never lives Vrindavan? That's the second answer. I'm trying to be as brief as we can. The third answer is that Krishna found a secret place to hide in Vrindavan. And what was that place? Huh? My revered spiritual master, Sri Srimad Gorgavinda Maharaj, he explained this in a book that we printed called Embankment of Separation. And there's a chapter called The Fainting of Ramananda Roy. And I'm just going to give a very quick synopsis of this. In the Madhulila chapter 8, when Ramananda Roy met Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu on the bank of the Godavari River in South India, some very amazing things happened. And Ramananda Roy, he saw Mahaprabhu manifest the form of Radha and Krishna. And then he saw Radha and Krishna becoming one as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And Krishna Das Kabiraj Goswami describes the reaction of Ramananda Roy. Deki Ramananda Hoila Anande Muchite 
When Ramananda Roy saw that form, Ananda Murchit in great ecstasy, Murchit, he fell to the ground unconscious, he fainted. So, our Guru explains that to understand this, why did Ramananda Roy faint? Ramananda Roy in Krishna Leela is Vishaka Saki. As Vishaka Saki, she's seen Radha and Krishna. As Ramananda Roy, he's seen Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, what's so extraordinary about this vision? that Ramananda Roy had. Why did he faint? So there's different types of separation. And Gaudiya Vaishnavas should understand that Srila Prabhupada says in one purport in Chaitanya Charitamrita that this separation, this is the movement of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And we should understand this mood of separation. Rupa Goswami, he describes four types of separation. Purva ragas tatamana, prema vaichitya mityapi, pravasas chetikatito, vipralambas chaturvidaha. The vipralambas chaturvidaha. Vipralamba means separation. Chaturvidaha. There's four different types. The first type of separation is purva raga. And that's before Radha and Krishna have met. We have a perverted reflection of that in this world. Where young girls they fall in love with, with boys with a, a movie star on the television screen or something. Oh, they, he's their idol, or the boys fall in love with some girl singers. They've never met. So this is like the Purva Rag, it's a perverted reflection of the Purva Rag that Radha and Krishna feel. Radharani hears someone playing the flute. She sees a picture that Chittasaki made of Krishna. She hears the name Krishna. And she starts crying, and Rupa Goswami and uh, Vidagda Madhav says that Radharani, she decided better that I commit suicide. And the gopis were horrified. Well, why are you speaking like that? She said, because I want to be a chaste lady, but I'm in love with three different men. That's terrible. Who are those three different men? Huh? The one is this picture that I see that Chitrasaki made. Sometimes a boy is such a, a cheeky boy. Sometimes he winks at me in that picture. The second is this boy whose name is Krishna. Just when I hear the name Krishna, I become so excited. And the third person is someone who plays a flute. And when I hear the sound of that flute, I go mad. When Lalita said, hey, Saki, the three, it's the same person. It's okay. <laughs> it's all Krishna. So this is Purvara. Then there's Man. Man means loving sulkiness. When Krishna does something, he's supposed to meet Radharani, but he doesn't show up. And when he does show up, he's got some lipstick on his face from some other gopi or something. And Radharani says, that's, that's it. Probation is shade. Entrance forbidden. Get out of here. There's two types of man. Hoitiki and ahoitiki. Hoitiki man means anger with a reason. Sometimes Krishna... He does something to raise the loving sulkiness of Radha because he likes to see that anger of Radha. And there's a reason. Other times, just Radharani just 
She's just angry for no reason. I like to say, I always comment on this, that God gave women the right to be angry for no reason. Any husband can, should appreciate this point. So that's Man. The third type of separation is called Prima Vaichitya. And this is something very important we'll discuss a little later. Prima Vaichitya is, Vaichitya, it's something which didn't really happen. It's when Radha and Krishna are together, but they're feeling separation. And a famous example is that Radharani once was sitting on the lap of Krishna and, Madhu, and a bumblebee came buzzing around her face. Madhu Mangal very bravely, he was there. He drove the bumblebee away and proudly he exclaimed that Madhusudan is gone. Madhusudan means a bumblebee who likes Madhu, the honey. But Madhusudan is also a name for Krishna. And when Radharani heard the words Madhusudan is gone, she began to cry, feeling separation. She's sitting on Krishna's lap. And Krishna's thinking, this is, so, this is prema vaichitya. It's extraordinary. The third type of separation is prabhas. And prabhas is when there's some actual separation. It's two types of prabhas, dura prabhas and sudura prabhas. Dura prabhas is when Krishna goes to Kamyavan or Bilvavan, one of the different forests, and the gopis can't see him for three or four hours. But sudura prabhas. Sudura Prabhasa is also known as Mathura or Dwarka Prabhasa. And it's when Krishna leaves Vrindavan and he goes to Mathura or Dwarka. And the gopis don't know if they'll ever see him again or not. That's Sudura Prabhasa. So there's three uh, levels of Sudura Prabhasa. <laughs> it's, it's a technical thing. We should understand something about it. And our Guru Maharaj speaks of this in, in Bankman's separation. is Bhavi, Bhuta, and Bhava. So bhavi is separation which hasn't happened yet. The gopis in Vrindavan, they've heard, did you hear the news? This fellow occurs, come, he's going to take Krishna away. Krishna hasn't left yet, but already they're feeling separation. Just like devotees sometimes, when they hear Gurudev is leaving, he's going to America or something. I don't know when I'm going to see him. Even before he leaves, you're feeling separation. The wife feels separation from the husband even before he leaves when he's going to go on a long journey. This is called bhavi viraha, or separation which is uh, taking place in the future. Bhuta viraha is separation which has already taken place. Krishna's left Vrindavan and the gopis are crying in separation. That's bhuta viraha. But the third type of viraha is bhavan viraha. Bhavan Viraha is in the act of happening. When a Kur is taking Krishna away from Vrindavan, and the gopis are there, and they're crying and crying, that's uh, Bhavan Viraha. So there's also three aspects of Samridhi Man Sambhog. Samridhi Man Sambhog. Samridhi Man means fully enriched. Sambhog means union. Samridhi Man Sambhog takes place after Sudura Prabhas, okay, after Krishna's been gone from Vrindavan to Mathura or Dwarka. It's a little technical, but it's important. Rupa Goswami gives these things. So just as there's three types of separation of Sudura, of, uh, Sudura Prabhas, there's also three aspects of Samridhi Mansambhog, and those are, again, Bhavi, Bhutta, yeah, and Bhavan. Bhavi in Niruvan forest, Radha and Krishna have met. This is Bhavi Milan. But they haven't talked yet. They haven't yet come together. That's Bhavi Milan. Huh? It's 
It's coming. It's coming up in the future. And there's some excitement that we're going to come together. Bhuta Milan is there also. Bhuta Milan means when Radha and Krishna had become one in the form of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Sri Krishna Chaitanya, Radha Krishna Nahi Anya. When Radha and Krishna become one, it's Guranga Mahaprabhu. That's Bhuta Milan. So Ramananda Roy, he's already seen Bhavi Milan as Vishaka Saki. He's seen Radha and Krishna meeting together. He's seen Bhuta Milan uh, after when Radha and Krishna combined together in one body's Guranga. But there's something he hasn't seen before. And that's Bhavan Milan. When Radha and Krishna in the act of union, when they're coming together, and this is why Ramananda Roy fainted. So Krishna had this desire. He wanted to get the bhav of Radharani. Shri Radhaya Pranaya Mahi Makiddhi Sovanayai Vasudyo Yene Bhuta Maduri Makiddhi Sovamadiya Sokyam Chasya Mananda Bhava Dekiddhi Sambeti Yodobhad To Bhava Jasamajani Satchi Garba Sindhu Harindu Sixth verse of the Chaitanya Charitamrita describes the three different reasons, internal reasons, why Krishna came as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He wanted to understand the mood of Radha. What is her love? But when Krishna approached Radha, if, if, if somebody has something that you want, then what do you do? You approach them and say, could I please have some of this? You approach into the lake and say, could I have some prasad from Maharaj, please? She has something. You approach ask her for that. Now, if she doesn't want to give it to you, then what do you do? And then you say, well, I'll tell you what, 500 rupees, 1,000 rupees, right? You, you, try to, to, you try to pay something for it, right? But then what do you do if she won't take any money also? You ask her for a gift, you, you try to give money, then maybe you say, look, I'll be your servant. I'll come, I'll clean your house every day, I'll clean your baths, I'll wash your dishes, I'll do it. you just give me some of this prasadam. And she says, no. Then what do you do? So Krishna went through all these things. He approached Radharani. Please, Radhe, please give me your bhav. Radharani said, what do you want with the feelings of this miserable creature? So Krishna, he tried to get a job. He tried to serve Radharani in his many pastimes. Krishna dresses sometimes up like a gopi, goes to serve Shmati Radharani because he wants her bhav. When Radharani finds out who it is, hey, Get out from here. You can't serve me. Shalom. So Krishna tried to beg for me. He tried to serve for him. But he still can't do it. So there's only one recourse left. If Indulekha won't let you have that prasad, you have to break into her house and you steal it. Right? And Krishna, he's known as Chodaraganya. He's a great thief. And we celebrate that during the month of Kartik. And Rupa Goswami is Dvitiya Chaitanyashtakam. He's described Kutuki Rasastoman Ritva. The Krishna, he entered into the heart of Radharani to steal that love of Radha. So the first question comes, how did he enter into the heart of Radha? And our grandmas gives some example <coughs> that the heart of Shimati Radharani is just like wax. And in the, in the uh, Majulila chapter 8, Srila Ramananda Roy, he tells Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he gives a beautiful verse, Radhaya Bhavatascha Chitta Jitana Sve Daya 
that my dear Lord, Radha and Krishna, you and Radha, you've merged together. It melts when there's heat. So also the heart of Radha melts when there's heat. And what is the heat that make Radharani's heart melt? It's Vipalamba Agni, or the fire of separation. And when Krishna left Vrindavan, Radharani began to cry and cry. And Krishna entered into the heart of Radha. And our Guru gives a beautiful example that just like the Champak flower, have you ever seen a Champak flower blossom? Champak flower blossoms at night. And no one sees how the Champak flower blossoms. But we see the moon. And under the, the moon, the Champak flower begins to blossom. No one sees how the moon opens up the petals of the Champak flower. But little by little, the moon rays go into that uh, flower and open them up. So similarly, this is Bhava Milan. And Roy Ramananda, he hadn't seen this thing before. This is why he fainted. Roy Ramananda, he saw how Shama Sasadar, how Krishna, just like a moon, was opening with his soft hand, petal after petal, of the Champak Varni Radha, the heart of Radha, which is just like a Champak flower. And so this is our third explanation <laughs> of how it is that... Uh, Krishna never leaves Vrindavan. Where does he go? He enters into the heart of Srimati Radharani. And when he enters into the heart of Radha, something happens. When he comes out of the heart of Radha, Shama Sundar Krishna finds that he's become Gaurasundar. He's become Garanga Mahaprabhu. And the Ras Lila, which is going on at Bhangsivat, and the Kirtan with the gopis on the bank of the Jamuna is gone. And now he sees the Ganga. And he sees so many men doing Kirtan together. And Krishna Lila has become Gora Lila. When he enters into the heart of Radha, he comes out in that way. So that's our third answer. Because Krishna is a great thief. Rupa Goswami, excuse me, uh, Krishna Das Kabiraj Goswami, he's described what a thief Krishna is. Gokulaya Gokulam Ninye, Gokulam Gokulaya Haran, Gokulam Gokula Strinam, Gokulaya Gokulaya Such a very beautiful poetic verse. Hmm? That the Lord of Gokul, Gokulaya Gokulam, drove his cows, Gokulam means to drive the cows, as he entered Gokul, stealing the senses. Gokul means to steal the senses of the young girls of Gokul and the eyes of the people of Gokul. So this is our third answer, how Krishna never leaves Vrindavan. He enters into the heart of Radharani to steal her love. There's a fourth answer. Some Vaishnavas say that Krishna is still there in Vrindavan today. He's just hiding in the bushes somewhere and watching the gopis to see what they're going to do. Our fifth answer is our final answer we're going to offer. It's a very elevated topic. It's something that I heard my Gurma speak about. And to understand this, we have to Rupa Goswami's, what I consider to be his crest jewel of all of his literature. And that's the Lalita Madhav. In the third, 
In the second act of Lita Madhu, Krishna leaves Vrindavan. Now remember that. The first thing that we read, we're reading from Chaitanya Chaitanya, the Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu told Rupa Goswami, don't take Krishna out of Vrindavan. Rupa Goswami wrote this drama. Mahaprabhu was speaking to him about that drama and how to write it. And Rupa Goswami wrote this drama in the second act. He says, Krishna left Vrindavan with a crook. So Rupa Goswami disobeyed Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But our grandmother, she said, no. He explained that we, there's two ways to understand things. One is called aparavichara, or the apparent consideration. The second is tattavichara, or the absolute consideration. From the apparent consideration, it seems that Rupa Goswami disobeyed Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu by writing like this in a really tomato drama. But if we analyze that drama, we'll find our fourth or fifth answer to this question, how Krishna never leaves Vrindavan, and we'll find that actually Rupa Goswami never disobeyed Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Rather, Sri Chaitanya Manobhishta Stapitami in the Buddha, he understands the heart of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and he establishes that heart here in this world. So in the third act, of Alita Madhav, Rupa Goswami describes something which is so outrageous that whenever we mention this even devotees, they, they become so horrified. How can someone write about this? He says that Srimati Radharani, in separation from Krishna, entered into the waters of the Jamuna and drowned herself. And at that time, Lalita Saki called up, Hadi Hadi, Hadambi Hadambi. Huh? Alas, alas, I'm slain. Nauna Hada Utida, Nahuna Adi Utida. Radharani's gone. She's never going to rise again. These are the words of Lalita Saki. So, what a horrible thing. Whenever. There's a romance. Even if you look at a mundane romance of Romeo and Juliet, there's some tragedy there. There's separation there. That separation enhances the union, even in a mundane romance like Romeo and Juliet. So this is the greatest separation. What can be greater? Krishna's left Vrindavan, and now Radharani's committed suicide, and therefore Lalita is saying, Una hada utida that never to rise again. In other words, Radha and Krishna are not going to come together again. Everything's finished. So if Radharani is drowned in the Kalindi River, and Rupa Goswami describes that Vishaka also entered into the water, then how is there going to be union with Krishna? So after Radha and Vishaka drowned in the Kalindi, Kalindi Devi took Radharani and handed her over to her father, Surya Dev. Surya Dev is a sun god. And Suryadev has a dear devotee whose name is Satrajit. Satrajit's daughter, Satyabhama. And Radharani entered into Satyabhama and Dwarka. And Rupa Goswami, in his Lalita Madhav, he says that generally we understand that the Mahishis or the queens in Dwarka are expansions of the Braj Gopis. But now, in this case, they've, become, they've manifested different forms which are identical. We may get a big headache from this. Jiva Goswami comments on this elaborately in some of his Bhagavatam purports, explaining this Lalita Madhav. He said, this is not the same. He says, in different Dipya Yugas, 
the same pastimes happen in little different ways. And that what happened in the Bhagavatam is a different Dibya Yuga than this, what happened in the Lita Madhav. So both can be accepted. So Radha entered into Satyabhama and uh, Radharani gave this uh, jewel that she'd gotten from Shankachuda, which Krishna took from the head of Shankachuda. Radharani gave that to Suryadev like a flower because Radharani does Surya Puja every day. And then Suryadev gave that jewel to Satyajit it became known as the Shamantaka jewel. So it's a very long, amazing story. Radharani was there in Vrindavan. Krishna was there in, in, in Dwarka, excuse me. And Krishna ended up marrying Rukmini, who, had be, who was actually Chandravali. Krishna ends up marrying Chandravali with a condition about Maharaj Bhishmaka, the father of, of Rukmini. He says, we'll let you marry our daughter, but you must take not any other girls. He's, he's telling that to Krishna. And Krishna's thinking to himself, he recognized Chandravali. It's a long, complicated story, but Chandravali became Rukmini. And he thought, well, at least I have Chandravali. She reminds me of Radharani. And Radharani committed suicide. Krishna saw something on the news or something, I don't know, but that he heard some word. Radharani's committed suicide. There's no hope. So, yes, okay. So now Krishna's under the control of Chandravali. And a few days later, Brita Devi, the mother, Satyajit shows up at the house of Rukmini, the palace, named Satyabhama. And as uh, Chandravali, Rukmini, that girl, that this is trouble. This girl is trouble. <laughs> she is so beautiful. And the beauty of Radharani, of course, is not just in her, her eyes, but it's her, her love, station of Krishna. And Chandravali Rukmini thought, what can I do to keep this woman away from my husband, from Krishna? And so his mother brought her there. So here, son wanted to donate this girl to the king of Dwarka. And such a Radha was looking very depressed. And Chandravali Rukmini asked her, why are you looking so unhappy? And Radha Satyabhama said, I'll tell you something, you're a girl, you can understand. I'm in love with another man and I don't want anything to do with this Dwarkadish fellow. <clears throat> she doesn't understand that it's actually Krishna. And when Chandravali Rukmini heard that, she said, oh, I think I can help you with that. <laughs> very, very good. She wanted to keep her away from Krishna. Previously, Krishna in Dwarka was feeling so much separation from Vrindavan that he called for Vishvakarma and had Vishvakarma create another Vrindavan garden. And in that garden, he, it was just like Vrindavan. He made a deity of Krishna. And Krishna would go every day to that garden. He would tell Rukmini that, oh, I have to go to the office today. I've got some work to do, some demons to kill, whatever things. I have to rescue some devotees. But Krishna would go to that never been down in the garden. And Rupa Goswami says that he the son of Sandipani Muni, who Rupa Goswami says is actually Madhu Mangal. He went there with Madhu Mangal because Madhu Mangal understands Braj and they spent time together. 
So Chandravali Rukmini didn't understand that Krishna was going to that garden every day. And so she told the Satyabhama, Radha, that I know where you can stay. And you, there won't be any men who go there. You won't be bothered. You can go stay in this Navabrindavan garden. So uh, one day, Krishna had gone there. And Krishna saw astonished. He said, what a, what a beautiful deity. It's just like me. And I, I, this is amazing. Later, Radharani saw that deity, and she began to worship that deity. And Krishna, again coming to Vrindavan, that never Vrindavan, but not seeing Radha, he saw that deity and said, Hey, Madhu, Madhu Mangal, look at this. Someone's been worshiping this deity with great love. You see, the tilak is crooked. Their hands were shaking when they put the tilak on. The, the chandan is all running down the face of the deity because they were crying when they put the chandan on. And he said, Hey, Madhu, listen. Someone's coming. Madhu, quick, hide the deity in the bushes. And so Madhu Mungo, who's very strong, took the deity and put the deity in the bushes. And then Krishna stood there like the deity. And Radharani, she came there and she saw that deity. She was with her friend, Navabrinda Devi. She says, So young Jivita Bandhu, Induvadane Bhuya Samasadita. Now, again, I've gotten the beloved Lord of my heart. And she was decorating and worshiping that deity in so many different ways. So, but she said, this is my Lord. And Navarinda Devi said, no, no, this is just a deity. But Radharani was so amazed. And when Krishna, he's standing there acting like a deity, he's looking and Krishna said, Hanta, Hanta, Katam Sadeyam, Me Prana Valaba Radha. Huh? This is, this, this is my Prana Valaba Radha. Hmm? Krishna knew that Radharani had given up her body and drowned herself in the Jamuna. She was no longer in this world. But he's thinking, how is this? This must be some kind of like, I don't know, they make these, these uh, holograms or something like in Disney World. Vishwakarma is really, really expert. <laughs> and he made some kind of like robot. Looks just like Radha. And Krishna spoke like that. Hanta, hanta, katam, sabayam. Me pranavalaba Radha. This is my pranavalaba Radha. Huh? And when Radharani heard that, she said, oh, this is an amazing deity. The deity talks. <laughs> and she said, ayi, padimbe. Padimbe means a reflection or deity. Huh? She said, is everything okay with Padmalocha and Krishna? Is everything all right with Krishna? That's all that Radharani cares about. And when Krishna heard her, Krishna said, Ai Maya Yantra Mayi Radhike. My dear Maya Yantra, illusory robot machine, something of Radha, illusion of Radha created by some magical spells. He said, Krishna's okay now because you've come here. Radharani's no more, but you're just like Radha. Huh? Mm -hmm. He says, Satyamidanam eva Krishna hakshemi yadiyam saiva mudraya tam lokataram anukurvati tvam ayakshemam prichjasi. He said, Krishna's very happy. 
because you look just like Radha. And you're asking about his welfare. And then Radharani, she became very shy. She took her cloth, hid her face. And she turned to her Saki, Navabrindadev. She said, Saki, Padimavi, Adam Kimpur Maduram, Baharidi. What a wonderful deity Vishvakarma made. This deity is speaking in such a sweet way. Krishna was thinking inside of his heart, Aho Gandharva, Purnakayanopi, Maya Gandharva, Natyashyakapi, Chitta, Chamatkarakarita. This magical mirage of Radha, it's Chamatkar, it's, it's a very amazing thing. Vishvakarma is so expert. He created this amazing number, Vrindavan. It really looks like Vrindavan, and this really looks like Radha. At that time, Satyabhama Rup Radha, she began to cry in a piteous voice, and she said, Ai Krishna Padime, O deity of Krishna, Hadrubhagani. I'm very, very unfortunate. O deity, I'm begging some alms from you. I'm, this is my bikedi. I'm, I'm begging these alms from you, O oh dear deity. Rahi evam che jangami bhavi achiram suhavehi santaba jajaram dina elo anam. So please, I want one thing. My dear deity, could you become a living, moving person? <laughs> this is the prayer of Srimati Radharani. Krishna began to cry. And there was union. This is Prema Vachicha. Remember, we're speaking about Prema Vachicha when the lover and the beloved are together, but they're feeling separation. Radha and Krishna are together. Radharani's thinking that Krishna is a, a, is a deity. Krishna's thinking Radharani is some kind of magical mirage, a robot. It's Prema Vachicha. This is Sambo, Union, in Navabrindavan. And so the story goes on, so many different things. In the Dasani Anka, in the 10th act of uh, Lalita Mata, Rupa Goswami again describes Union. All the inhabitants of Brajbhumi were united in Dwarka, and at that time Krishna turned to Radha and he said, Pranishwari Radhe Pratayashva Kim Ataparam Priya Karavani. Hey Radhe. What can I do to please you? And Srimati Radharani at that time she replied, Yate Lila Pada Pari Malagari Vanya Parita Danyakshoni Vilasati Britta Maturi Maduri Bihi Tatrasma Bis Chatula Pasupi Bhava Mudgantara Bihi Samvitam tvam kalaya vadano lasi vinaviraham. Hey, hey Krishna, you're Murari, you, you're the player of the flute. You give us this benediction that in the land of Mathura, Brajbhumi, Rupa Goswami wrote a book called Mathura, uh, Mathura something, speaking about Braj, because the greater area is known as Mathura. She said there in that place, there's so many forests and so many gopis and so many things. You please, you enjoy pastimes with this. This is my prayer. Please come back to Vrindavan. 
That Vrindavan is there where you played during your Kaishor Leela. The jungle is there. The Kunjas are there. The peacocks are there. The Jamuna River is there. Giri Govardhan is there. The cows are there. The deer are there. All the gopis and people are there. Everyone is there. Everyone is waiting for you. Please come to Vrindavan and play your flute again. In the Chaitanya Charitamrita, Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami describes the words of Srimati Radharani. Tomara charana mora braja pura kare Udaya kore jare tabe mancha pure Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Tomara Come to our home in Vrindavan and tabe pure desires fulfilled this is a prayer of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu of Rathiyatra. So Radharani, she said, please come back to Vrindavan. Put your lotus feet there. This is my prayer. And Krishna said, create the tastu. Let it be granted. Radharani said, Kadambia? How is it possible? You're here. Sri Krishna studied. Then Krishna didn't say anything. He just looked in a southerly direction as if he were waiting for someone. And at that time, Rupa Goswami says, Pravisaya Gargya Sahap Shepanaikanansa. At that time, Gargamuni's daughter, his name is Ekanansa, she came there. And she told Radha, Saki Radhe, Matusangsayam Kitaha, don't have any sangsay, don't have any doubt. Yeto Bhavatya, right now. Srimad Gokuleta Traiva Vartante, you're in Vrindavan. Kintu Mayaiva Kala, Shepartam Anyata Prapanchita. I did some tricks. Some prapanchika. I made some some illusory thing, but actually, you never left Vrindavan. Vrindavan, right now, you never left. I did all this just to create something wonderful. Krishna is still in Vrindavan. He never left. So, this is our fourth understanding: how Krishna never left Vrindavan. And that's a very, very esoteric topic. We draw some connection with that with Jagannath Puri. And I won't go into that. That's a very long postgraduate discussion, how the connection is there with Jagannath Puri. But there's a connection with Gora Leela. Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur once describing some of the most important things for the Gaudiya Vaishnava. Our supreme occupation is to serve the residents of Braj who are afflicted by separation from Krishna. This is our occupation. We can't enter into that. We can't understand that. That's so infinitely high, so far, far beyond us. But that is Gauralila. Uh, so there's four different answers, or five if you count the Bush's answer, that uh, Krishna actually never leaves Vrindavan, but it's the velocity of expansion leaves. That's one answer. A second answer that uh, is there 
just just pretend that you're hearing from someone in Sri Lanka, pretend you're hearing from someone in India. But we're realizing what we went over today. Five different explanations of how it is that Krishna nowadays been done. The first is that Nanda Nanda Krishna, Swami Rupa is always in Vrindavan. It's Vasudev Krishna, his foreign feature, who kills the demons, who entered into the body of Nanda Nanda Krishna, and Vasudev brought him there. And when Vasudev comes, it's that Vasudev Krishna who leaves. The second answer is that there's two chambers in Vrindavan. This is the answer of Vishnath Chakravarti Thakur in the 25th chapter of the uh, 10th canto. And that Krishna returned to Braj with Nanda Maharaj. And there's two chambers, one of union and one of separation. The third answer is that Krishna entered into the heart of Radha and he became Guranda Mahaprabhu. Fourth answer, some Vaishnavas say that Krishna's hiding in the bushes. The fifth answer is in the story of Alita Madhav. Just to finish that, I'd like to turn now to a book called Narottam Vilas, the third chapter. Uh, this is a book written by Narahari Chakravarti Thakur about the great devotee Narottam Das Thakur. And he describes how Narottam never had the good fortune to see Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu during his manifest pastimes. And after Mahaprabhu's disappearance, Narottam decided to go to Nadadweep to come to Mayapur to see the birth of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and meet the last remaining associates of Mahaprabhu. So as Nautam would set out to come to Mayapur, just on the way he began crying and crying, and everybody who saw him, they fell in love with him. So many different villages, their hearts would melt. Who is this beautiful boy who's just crying and crying? It moves our hearts so much. And everybody began to follow him. Finally, he came to the outskirts of Mayapur Dam. And when he arrived in the outskirts of Mayapur, Nautam began to cry. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram. He said, Oh, hey, Toya Moya Prabhu. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, you're so kind and merciful. Dukkha Bunjaiti, why am I having to suffer like this? Oh, heinous Samoy Janmaiti, why have I taken birth at this time? Dekitina Pailun, I couldn't see a Nadia Bihar, your pastimes. In Mayapur Dam, Tahakaite Niti Bahi Ashudar. And he began to cry and cry. But, Jere Jere Chare Duke, Krandana Korea, Dekaye as Chajanaba Dweepe Pravishia, Pratikade Gare Kiva, Ananda Mangala, Dinanta Hari Hari Dwana. Kulahala, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Hare Hare, Hare Hare, Krandana Kodiya, like this, Krandana Kodiya, crying and crying, Diri Diri Chali Duke, full of lamentation, little by little, slowly, Narutam Das Thakur. Entered Nabadweep. But Dekiye, a charger, a charger Nabadweep of Pravishi. When he entered Nabadweep, he saw something amazing. 
Every house, everybody was completely ecstatic. Everybody was chanting Hare Krishna everywhere. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Kinari Purusha Mahamanar Ulash, everywhere he saw all the men and the women, everybody was completely ecstatic. Chaviriki Hoyte Chali Prabhupada Abhasa. In all directions, everybody was completely dancing in ecstasy. He saw all the associates of Mahaprabhu. Sankirtana Shukta. Everybody was doing kirtan in Mayapur Nabadweep in great ecstasy. And Narottam was just looking at this. And then Narottam Vilas says something happened. And all that changed. And it was gone. And then he saw everybody just sitting and crying and banging their heads against the walls and rolling on the ground and crying and crying. And Narottam, he started crying. What have I seen? And then thinking to himself, then he saw somebody said, hey, do you know, where can I find that? When he heard that question, he began to cry and cry. He couldn't even speak. He just pointed. You go that way. And Narottam went there. And when he saw Mahabhu's house, he began to cry. So it's a long explanation. But very interesting point. Narottam Das Thakur, when he first entered into Mayapur Navadweep Dham, he entered into the chamber of union. And he saw that, that Gora Leela was going on even right now. Then he went a little further into the chamber of separation. Because this Gora Leela is Krishna Leela. Krishna Leela is Gora Leela. Gora Leela is a, is a paricheta or an appendix of Krishna Leela. And we can't separate the two. So many, many things can be said about all these topics. This is just kind of a little bit of an overview. And there's some kind of road signs an acute listener, an astute listener, we may pick up on directions that you can go in to go further in understanding this. Or perhaps you might come to Jagannath Puri sometime. It's usually we speak of, we take. So I want to stop there. If anybody has any reflections, comments, questions, this is a good time for it. We have a few devotees here in the room with us. Anybody have any, anything? Make sense? Can you die? Do you have a stomach ache? <laughs> we were kind of running very, very fast. I'm sorry. We had four or five different explanations. Siddhartha Kumar says, Hare Krishna Prabhuji, my question is in relation with two sessions back. Why did Lord Chaitanya go to Alanath during Anabhasra? As Lord Tota Gopinath was anyways there in Jagannath Puri. So we explained that, that uh, Lord Alanath, he's a forearm deity of Lord Narayan. Chandra Chandra Nataka, Mahaprabhu said that it's an offense 
for one of his followers to worship the form of Lord Narayan. He was going to reject Mukunda for that. So then why did he go to the deity of Alarnath? So we explained, according to the explanation of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati, that Jagannath Puri is Vipralambaketra, the place of separation. And Alarnath Brahmagiri is Dvigunita Vipralambaketra, the place of twice as much separation. And it's that, that place is non-different from a place known as Paita. Paita is a place in Braj, not so far from Chandrasarovar. Chandrasarovar is a place where Krishna performs a Ras Lila. And on one occasion, according to the Ujjalila Mani, and according to Bhakti Ratnakar and Chaitanya Charitamrita and other literatures, Krishna decided to play a trick on the gopis. And so he disappeared from the Ras Lila. And the gopis got looking for him, and then Krishna manifested a forearm form in the bushes. And the gopis saw him from a distance and said, there, it's the son of Nandamaraj. And he went running there. And as he came close, he said, oh, it's not Krishna, it's just God. And they said, Dandavats, Narayana, where is Krishna? Hmm? That's what you do with Narayana, you offer obeisances and prayers. The gopis offered prayers, where is Krishna? And he was very mysterious, he didn't say anything. And then Radharani came and Krishna thought, this is really a good game. I'm going to do the same thing to Radharani. But J. Rupa Chinti Dasi Se Rupa Hoy. Vrindavan Das Thakur says that the nature of a devotee's love is that the Lord reciprocates with that love and he manifests a corresponding form according to that love. So when Radharani came before that forearm, Narayan from a Krishna, two of those arms disappeared and he became Dwibuj Murlidhar, Krishna playing the flute. So this happened at Alanath. And Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, when he came before Alanath, uh, Srila Bhaktisiddhanta said two of those arms disappeared and he became Gopinath. So he went there during that Anabhasya period for different reasons, uh, internal, external reasons. One external reason is because he couldn't have Darshan Lord Alanath, but he could go to Tota Gopinath, as Prabhuji is mentioning. But going to, he went to Alanath because Alanath is not different from Jagannath. When Lord Brahma came to install the deity of Jagannath, he first did meditation, did some tapasya, and uh, the Lord appeared before him. And that place became known as Brahmagiri, or the hill of Lord Brahma. And he manifested the deity of Alarnath before Lord Brahma. So that deity of Alarnath is considered to be non-different from Jagannath, and is a deity of separation. He's a deity of Paita. It's a very big subject. I hope the devotees can understand something about that. A very esoteric thing. Okay, anybody else with any reflections or comments or anything? Okay, someone named Giorgio Olinik said, When the devotee, when can the devotee see the real Dom? The physical body is transformed into spiritual, and spiritual eyes are manifest. Well, there's three ways to see the Dom. We, we see with our Stula Deha body, with our our physical body, we see something, but we see there's bad smells. And, and we see maybe there's politics going on and a lot of noise and they're playing some Bollywood music and it's really obnoxious. We see that. But a second way to see the Dham is Shutekshita Pata. Shutekshita Pata means that we see with the ears. And Prabhupada said we should see Vrindavan with our ears. So we hear from Sadhu Guru, we hear from Shastra. And that hearing, Shutekshita that's the path of seeing with the ear. And then the third way that we see 
you may actually see that that Dibya Dham, the Dibya Drishti, you may have the divine vision. Just like Man Singh, one uh, king in Rajasthan once came to Sanatan Goswami. And with a little bit of pride, service to Sanatan Goswami, he said, so much, what do you want? I can do anything you want. And Sanatan Goswami saying his pride, he said, well, you see that, that brick over there, it's broke. Could you fix that one brick? This is a case you got. And Man Singh, I think well, he wants me to fix one brick. I, I, I've got enough to, to, to pay the streets in gold. And he went there and looked at that brick. And then he had some Dibya Darshan. You could see the actual dawn by the mercy of Sanatana Goswami. He saw that one brick was made out of the most fabulous gems. Those gems were so valuable that in his entire treasury, he didn't have enough wealth to repay, repair that one brick. So he became very humbled by that. So there's these three darshans that we have of the Dham. We don't want to imagine and speculate something like the Sahajas imitate something. We don't try to imitate that Dibya darshan. We should try to cultivate the Shutekshita Pata, the pathway of seeing through the ear by hearing from Sadhu Guru. So I hope that's helpful. If there's anything else, Okay, Shamru Paribo, Shamru Prabhu in Boston. One of the understandings of Krishna's appearing to leave Vrindavan is that there are two chambers, one of union, the other separation. Does that mean in Golok? Huh? There, and that's all I see is truncated your comment. That, that in Golok there are such. I, yes, according to my Gurmaj, he said that Gorilila is a chamber of separation. And therefore, that Gorilila is also Vrindavan. And that, that uh, Vrindavan is going on today. And this is actually another answer that we could give how Krishna never leaves Vrindavan. Krishna promised in his message that he gave through Uddhava to the Braj Gopikas. He says, Bhavatinam viyogo me nahi sarvatmana pachit, that you're never actually separated from me. And I'm always with you. So Jiva Goswami comments on this verse in Gopal Champu. He says that. In the Prakat pastimes, or the manifest pastimes, the residents who are taking part in those manifest pastimes are not aware that Krishna's there. They think Krishna left. Krishna went to Mathura Dwarka. So if sometimes Krishna might secretly appear in Braj, that wouldn't create faith in that. When he does appear sometimes, they think it's just some spurti, it's just some dream or something. They don't actually take it for real. Uh, and it would create some disturbance in their bhav. So Krishna hides in that way. And Srila uh, Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur says that, that if Krishna really loves the Braj Gopikas, if Aradya Bhagavan Brajay Satana Yastadama Vrindavan and Ramya Kachiri Pasana Brajavadu Vargena Bhakalpita, if really the topmost devotees are the Braj Gopis, how can you say that? If they're really the topmost devotees, why did he leave them and make them suffer? And in the same verse that we were reading from Vishnu's commentary in the 25th chapter of the 10th canto, he explains that just as uh, a goldsmith, to show the purity of gold, he applies heat to the gold and melts the gold. And then you can see if there's some different alloys or something in it. So he said in a similar way, to show the purity of the Braj Gopi's love for him, he melted their hearts with the fire of separation. And that was Krishna's purpose. 
So as far as I can see, Shamrupabu's comment question, which got cut off. Oh, here it is right here. Shamrup's also writing to me. <laughs> he wrote a separate comment, it's not something else. Okay, here he says, uh, does that mean that, that uh, there's two chambers in Goloka Vrindavan? Yes, that this according to my Guru Maharaj, which makes sense because Bhaktivinoda Thakur says that uh, one chamber of Vrindavan is Goralila, and Goralila means separation. So just as we were, we were reading from uh, Narottam Vilas, and Narottam Das Thakur entered into Mayapur Navadweep, into the chamber of union, and then entered into the chamber of separation. There's two chambers here in Navadweep is also in Goloka Vrindavan. Okay? Indu Laika, you have some question. So it's difficult to understand that uh, uh, why Krishna appeared uh, in the earth plus uh, in forearms. Because many people consider the. Um, yeah, the forearms are better, they think. Yeah, forearms are better like than two. <laughs> so this is like Krishna is giving them opportunity to say, yes, I'm the original. And then second, in the same context, uh, that uh, uh, and Devaki, they were doing so many, so much tapasya to get the Lord as the Son. But when he appeared in forearm, they didn't feel that they are our Son. They wanted to have a Son, but he appeared as the Lord. So where is that uh, fulfillment of the benediction to get the First of all, even Srila Prabhupada in Krishna book, Prabhupada doesn't say anything about Krishna being directly the son of Yashoda. He says that Krishna is the son of Devaki in Vasudeva. But in his purport in the second chapter of the 10th canto, he quotes Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur and he gives us this esoteric thing. Now why, we may ask the question, why did Srila Prabhupada do that? Why didn't he just say that Krishna is the son of Yashoda? It's something confidential. And most people, they think forearms are better than two. <laughs> you can play Murdanga and Harmonia at the same time, you can eat twice as much prasadam. Forearms are better than two. People, they're mostly attracted by the, that awe and reverence, by the Aishvarja Muni feature of the Lord. So Krishna hides his Braj Lila in that way. And he manifested that, that uh, Narayan Rup, Achatabuja Narayan Rup. And most people think of, of Krishna in that way. But the Gaudiya Vaishnavas, the followers of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, they understand that Aishvarja Priti Sankachita, that Aishvarja or opulence makes love shrink. And they see Krishna directly as Yashoda Nanda Nanda Nanda. So that's the answer to your first point. The second point you were saying, what was it about? They were praying to get... Uh, oh, oh, then how is it that Vasudeva and Devaki, they were praying to get a son. But they had, first of all, they were doing austerities. And Nandini Shoda, uh, their austerities were a little different. They were doing bhakti. They were observing uh, Dwadasi and Akadasi. Whereas in the case of Vasudeva and Devaki, it's also described in the Bhagavatam that from the mind of Vasudeva, Krishna was transferred to the mind of Devaki. Whereas in Jiva Goswami's Gopal Champu, it says that from the heart of Nanda Maharaj, Krishna was transferred to the heart of Yashoda. So there's a difference between the mood of Vasudeva and Devaki. When uh, Uddhava came to Vrindavan 
trying to, to give a message of love to the bridge bosses. He first of all tried to tell Nanda Yashoda that Krishna's not your son. He's actually God. There's no reason for you to cry. He's everywhere. He's everybody's son. He's not really your son. And Nanda Maharaj and Mother Yashoda said, what are you, crazy? He's not God. He's our son. He's our boy. Sometimes he tells lies. He does his wicked things sometimes. He steals butter and he does this and that. They couldn't understand that. But contrast that with the description in the 82nd chapter of the 10th canto, when Krishna and Balaram came before Vasudeva and Devaki in, in um, Kurukshetra, they began to pray to him and they said, actually, you're not our son. You're Bhagavan, you're God. And Krishna was a little unhappy. That's not so sweet. So there's a difference in your mood. Yeah, I hope that helps you too. Okay. There's something to add. I have so many things to say, but I just remember Janashtra Vachi, he said, he said, uh, about the difference of the mood. But I remember being distinctly, uh, like a shirt of very They wanted God as their son. She's quoting uh, Bhakti Vigyan Maharaj, who was saying in Jamastami that, that uh, there's a difference in the prayers of Vasudeva and Devaki and Nandini showed in Vasudeva Devaki, they were praying that may God become our son. Whereas Nandini Shoda, they were praying that we have a son who's like God. <laughs> the subtle difference. And also, I really like our children. So, that, that description was And now that we've my point. And suddenly the picture changes. And I remember how uh, I once met Shoshara so much. It's just really like someone great samskara in my heart that was walking here and he was walking there. And I took advantage and asked him a blessing. And then, you know, I asked, uh, can you bless me for great, uh, through a chin, um, feelingly, and attentively, feelingly, something like that. And he really joyfully laughed. And he said that uh, you're in my heart. This is the place. So, and I thought that I, I didn't understand what was going on with me. You know, he said it was such a realization because he knows my program. This mm -hmm. is the program of, I mean, seeing now what the is. Because just by hearing that broken, that he said, You're in my this is the place. Mm -hmm. And I don't know anything about it, but just by hearing that, that thing, that uh, there's something going on in that world, that I will commit to the pressure of the big She was just appreciating that, that uh, this story about Narutam Das Thakur and how he's entering these different chambers and how Mayapur is like this. And some of the devotees are telling her this thing this is Mayapur down. This is such a special, special place. Thank you. Anybody else has anything? Okay. All right. We've kept everybody up really late. Thank you all very much. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai Samabeda Bhakti Brindiki Prema Nandi Hari Hari Bo Bancha Kopa Vibhishcha Kupasha.